Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be dating. Take it day by day. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who's 31. He's pretty successful, got a good career, makes good money, travels a lot for a living, and he lives down in South Miami Beach, which obviously, if you've ever been down there, is a target-rich environment. There are lots of beautiful, in-shape, successful women all over the place down there, especially there's a lot of models that live down there. And if you're young, if you're single, if you're old and single, there's lots of options, lots of choices, lots of cannon fodder down there to practice with. And so this particular guy lives down there and he had a he said he had a successful long-term relationship when he was younger and he thought, hey, I got this shit all figured out. I got women all figured out. And he's very picky about who he dates. And about three months ago, he met a really beautiful woman, 25 years old, career, successful. She obviously had lots of dudes throwing their dicks at her. And when they first started dating, she was pursuing a lot. And then after about – you know, she was talking about meeting his parents, his family, their future together, all these things. And what happened was about six weeks in, he realized that she was starting to back away. He started to pursue more. And she started to make less and less of an effort. And then what happened was he continued to reach out even though she wasn't responding. And about halfway through this, he says he found my book and my YouTube videos. And obviously you can tell and you'll see when I go through his email that he was looking to really – and a lot of guys do this. Especially when you're emotionally wrapped up, you cherry pick information. You look at one thing in the book and then you ignore something else. And you do the things that in essence justify your worldview or your model of the world or how you perceive yourself. Because remember, people will act consistently with who they view themselves to be, whether that view is accurate or not. And if you really think you're awesome and you really love and you value and respect yourself, whether it's a friend, a business partner, a client, a lover, a potential lover, somebody you're dating, when the other person is no longer making the effort or is not making as much effort as they were in the past, you're simply going to match and mirror their level of effort. But when you don't view yourself to have a lot to offer or you're in a scarcity mindset, you think, wow, I'm never going to meet somebody else like this again. It's like the most amazing it's ever been. You do too much. You think, oh, this is the illusion of action like I refer to in my book and that's what you'll see is that that's basically what this guy did. So she was ignoring him for several weeks and he continued because he's looking and cherry picking things in my book. He's like, okay, I'm going to call her once a week and she's not responding and yet he continues to reach out. And so he's like little cherry picking hearing here and there information that he sees in videos or the book and he's not really getting him anywhere. And so he's like, what the hell do I do? He sounds totally confused. Again, this is another reason why I say Read the book 10 to 15 times if you're serious about helping yourself because you've got to participate in your own rescue. The only person that can really help you is a person that you see in the mirror every day. And if obviously what you're doing is not working, you got to change your approach. And a lot of guys don't change their approach until it's too late. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and I'm going to go through his email and see where he went sideways and what he needs to do differently going forward so he can properly apply these things. 
Because again, you gotta learn the fundamentals. One of my favorite commercials that's come out recently is there's like an Under Armour commercial with Tom Brady. And you see the commercial in the beginning, and he's all dressed up in training clothes. And what you see is a lot, he just keeps saying every day, every day. And so you see him practicing his footwork, practicing throwing the ball. And so what happens is like each permutation, every time he says every day, you see like a bird's eye view and there's like literally starts out as dozens, then hundreds, then thousands, and then like literally tens of thousands of little miniature Tom Brady's doing the exact same thing. And then towards the end of the commercial, it says, you are the sum of all your training. And the idea is repetition is the mother of skill. And when you look at people that are really successful in every area of their life, especially professional athletes, you look at a guy like Tom Brady. He takes impeccable care of his body. He's got impeccable sleep habits. He only eats alkaline-based foods because he wants his goal is he wants to play till he's about 45 years old because there's nothing else that he wants to do more than playing football. And I was watching I uh, watched 60 Minutes over the weekend and they they did a segment was on Darrell Revis. He plays for the New York Jets. He he is the best cornerback in the world right now and he needs the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And what's interesting is they looked into it's like why is this guy so successful? And when you see the people that are the best whether it's the NBA or Major League Baseball or soccer or football or NBA, any kind of professional sport, the people that are the best, they work harder, they study more and they're always focused on fundamentals. And that's the one thing that I, I noticed on the segment that they did on Darrell Revis. It's like every summer in the off season when everybody else is chilling at the beach, taking family vacations, he goes back to this guy that's been training him for I guess the better part of 10 years. And he focuses on the fundamentals, focuses on where he puts his hands, how he jams a receiver to keep to interrupt the receiver's timing with the quarterback. In other words, to prevent that receiver because you can obviously put your hands for the first 5 yards in the NFL on the receiver to disrupt the timing, to disrupt that route so the receiver is not where he needs to be when the quarterback is ready to throw the ball to him. And you think this guy is already the best in the world, but yet he's going back every year and he's focused on one simple thing, fundamentals. Basic fundamentals that guys in high school and college are learning. He's the best in the world. Repetition's the mother of skill. Just because he's the best in the world, he doesn't look at it that way. He's always trying to get a little bit of an edge over everybody else. He works harder, he practices more, studies film more, and he does more than everybody else. Yeah, he's got talent and he's got ability, God-given genetics. He won the genetic DNA gene pool lottery, if you will. But the bottom line is nobody sees it. They look at him and they go, oh, that fucker got a big $39 billion guaranteed contract. Uh, 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 he thinks he's this. He's just a mercenary. And they say things like that. But they don't respect the fact that this guy busts his ass and works harder than anybody. He outworks everybody in the NFL and that's why he's the highest paid player. You look at a guy like Tom Brady. Why has he been consistently awesome for so long? He outworks, out hustles and he has a, a greater passion for the game than pretty much anybody else playing the same position that he does. I mean that's why he's successful. 
It's like one of the things that I learned from Tony Robbins many years ago, almost 25 years ago. Success leaves clues. And when you study successful people, you see the same shit over and over and over. You see the same patterns over and over and over. That's why I personally have been successful in everything I've done because I stick with it and I apply the same fundamentals and I've had many ups and downs in my life. When I've made major life changes when I got out of real estate and got into life coaching full time and from making a lot of money, half a million dollars a year to literally nothing and I was living off my savings for several years. And a lot of people in this world, they might achieve success. You see, especially like you see like the NFL or the NBA, guys make a lot of money and they don't plan for what they're going to do after retirement and they struggle for the rest of their lives. And they, a lot of them end up broke and penniless. What's interesting, I think it was like 60 to 70% of the NFL players, they're completely broke within two years of retiring or no longer playing in the game. And most of those guys never reach the kind of the same level of success and income that they once had. And that's interesting. But again, it's like I've been successful because I – it's not that I'm better than anybody else. I'm really just a regular dude. But what I do do that most people will not is that I work harder and I'm more persistent. I simply do not give up and I pursue things that I love and I believe in and that I feel that I was put on this earth to do. And so there's plenty of people out there that are probably even better than what I do but you'll never get to know them because they're not going to do those little things that are necessary in order to become successful in their given field. Persistence is one of the – obviously not just persistence of beating your head against the wall but the idea is you want to learn from your mistakes. You want to learn – from when things aren't working, you got to change your approach. You got to study people that are successful in you. You got to find out what they're doing differently than everybody else. And when you learn those little things, you can apply better. It's all I really do is I apply better success principles on a more consistent basis than most people do. It's the only reason why I achieve the things that I achieve. It's not that I'm any smarter than anybody else. I'm really just another dude. But when you apply yourself like that and you take that same kind of mindset, whatever career or purpose you have in life, you will astound yourself what you can achieve. And what's interesting is people tend to overestimate what they can do or what they can accomplish in a year, but they tend to underestimate what they can accomplish in a decade. So when it comes to success, you gotta long-term success, you gotta think in terms of decades accomplishing things over the course of a decade. So let's go through the quote. The quote says, the average guy when he notices that a woman he is dating is backing away, losing interest, making less and less of an effort and generally becoming unavailable, incorrectly assumes that he needs to do something or do more to get her attention so she will spend more time with him. This is called the illusion of action. The reality is that when you notice a woman making less of an effort, losing enthusiasm to see you, and being evasive when it comes to making plans to get together is that you should stop making any more effort to get together by backing off and waiting to hear from her. Scarcity creates a perception of value. As long as she has not become completely turned off and lost interest, she will eventually reach out to you. When and if she does reach out, you should simply make the next date. Men who don't back off and continue their over-pursuit will eventually get friend-zoned, blown off, or ignored completely. When you love, value, and respect yourself, you will never try to keep someone who makes no effort to keep you. 
So let's go through his email. He says, hello, Coach Corey. Your book and YouTube videos have been instrumental in guiding me over the last six weeks. Thank you, and I'll keep this as short as I can. Brevity is appreciated. I'm 31, live in Miami with plenty of women, ripe for the picking. I've never had an issue with women as I learned a lot from a long-term relationship that I had when I was in my youth, so I thought I knew women. Silly me. As they say, pride cometh before the fall. I make great money. I'm super independent, health-focused, confident, and women find me attractive. And all that really does is like it gets you in the door with a really amazing woman. But if you don't have your shit together, if you don't know how to interact with them, you're not going to be successful long term. I had a guy who was a really good college friend of mine, really handsome guy and girls just loved him. But he always became the bitch and a lot of his girlfriends cheated on him after a certain period of time. It's like in the beginning, they were enamored with his looks and his success. His dad was very wealthy. He came from money. He had nice things. He had a nice place to live. But the bottom line is when he got into a relationship, he just became a bitch. He became the woman in essence. And always towards the end of the relationship, he was getting jerked around, disrespected. He was trying to find out what was going on, where the girl was, what she was doing. And they were going out with other guys behind his back. I spent the last several years pushing relationships away. Number one, sadly, no one really was up to my relationship standards. Number two, I've been focused on my career. And number three, I travel for a living. About three months back, I met an incredible girl, age 25. We hit it off immediately. She was chasing me, doing all of the contact, was head over heels for me. Sex was great. She loved that I wasn't just another needy guy and gave me all the clues to her heart and how to keep her. Well, when women like you, they will help you. But most of the time, the guys don't listen. And obviously, this guy didn't do a very good job of listening. Slowly but surely, before I found your book and YouTube channel, I started expressing feelings and future thoughts as she backed away. So right there, you can tell what happens. He's no longer living in the present moment. He's like, I got to lock her down. I got to get her to commit. And that's what most guys do. They feel the woman backing away. And it's like, I have to do something. That's the illusion of action. From a pure negotiation standpoint, you got to look, what is the other person bringing to the table? When I look at all my really closest friends, friends that I've had for many decades in my life, the one thing that's consistent, even girlfriends that I'm still good friends with this day, we may have dated 10 years or more a long time ago. I mean, in other words, we dated 10 years or more in the past. I mean, in other words, it's been 10 years since I dated them, is that... We're always kind to each other. We're always respectful. We always communicate. We never raise our voices to each other. We never yell at each other. We never call each other names. There's just always been mutual respect, admiration, and appreciation. And it was always like that from the beginning. When I think about all my closest friends, I've never had a shouting match. I may have gotten irritated or pissed off, but we've always talked things out in a calm manner. And quite frankly, most of the people that you're going to encounter in life are just not going to be that way, especially if they grew up in an environment where you get pissed off and you have shouting matches in your family. And if you want to have a drama-free life, you just simply don't tolerate people that behave that way. It took me a long time to get to a place where I was comfortable with that. But once you do, 
and you just the only like now the only people that are that I'm close with that I spend any amount of time with in my life they're all the same way mutual respect admiration and talking things out in a calm manner but unfortunately most of the people that you're going to meet in life are just simply not going to be that way and you got to become strong enough to where you can let them go and continually circulate to meet people who are like-minded it's a much better way to live because think about it, when you get angry and you get pissed off all the time and there's drama and you're arguing it fills your body full of acid and toxins your body physical body internally literally will match and mirror your thoughts that you're having i never over pursued but i said all the wrong things when we were together what an idiot i should note this girl is insanely beautiful successful and confident she would come home to me telling me about all the men going after her i was never a jealous person and i would laugh it off i mean if the girl's loyal and trustworthy she's going to tell you about all the other guys hitting on her out of respect but when she stops telling you about all those guys then you should pay more attention because typically when they stop telling you about all the guys hitting on her, as long as you're not a jealous, insecure, needy jackass, it usually means that she's entertaining those other offers that she's getting. She was so into me for the first six weeks, asking to meet my family, talking about the future, never met a man like me, but that I scared her. He says, I know I should have been my calm self, which was out of character then. So initially what's going on is she feels totally unsure of herself because he seems, at least in the beginning, to be so different than all the other guys. And so therefore, what's, what is she really saying? You're a mystery. I, I can't figure you out. And the bottom line is it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to guys whose feelings are unclear. It doesn't mean be a cold fish. It just means you notice how much she's talking about and gushing her feelings. It's always better – if she's expressing her affection for you more than you are for her. And you can see case in point, what this guy does, he becomes too sappy and emotional to the point where he's doing it more than she is. And he in essence starts acting more like a woman and she starts acting more like a man. And when that sexual polarity flips, women are going to back away and lose interest and become unsure and confused. He says, I now know I should have been my calm self, which was out of character then and told her to slow down and take us day by day. I stopped being responsible for having fun, hanging out, and hooking up. In other words, he stopped living in the present moment. This has never been an issue for me until I met the one. I know, I know, total bullshit. I had found you at this point, but it was too late. She would text me once a week and I would respond nicely and ask for her availability and no response. Now what I teach in the book is that you're going to ask – so when a woman won't make plans for you, you do nothing. Even if she's calling you and you try to make plans and then she just ignores you when you try to make plans, you don't do anything. And then say a few days later or a week later, she reaches out again and then as soon as you mention plans, she just goes completely radio silent. At that point, when you've asked two times in a row, that is it. You're never going to bring up getting together again after that because you have to look at it from the perspective of this woman is now wasting my fucking time and she's wasting my emotional energy and that's not healthy. So the only way I'm going to bring up getting together with her 
again after that is if she brings it up first. And so that's why I say once that happens, once you've asked two times in a row on two different consecutive occasions and she just ignores you like this woman has done, then any text or phone calls that are initiated by her, you get one to two, maybe three text replies from you to her max, two to three minutes max on the phone and you're going to end a text exchange and the phone call with the same thing. Hey, it was really great hearing from you, but I got to run. Keep in touch. That's it. One of two things will happen from that point going forward. She'll either bring up getting together or she'll just stop calling. But obviously he did not do that in this particular case because he was still bullshitting himself. He was still under the illusion of action and cherry-picking things from my book and my videos. It's not that so much it was too late. It is that he just really wasn't listening to what he was learning. He wasn't following... When I say read the book 10 to 15 times, when you, if you've been following me for a while, when you, the best success stories are guys that always, one of the first things they say in the first paragraph or two of their email. I read your book 15 times. I read your book 20 times. They learn the fundamentals over and over and over and over, just like the Tom Brady commercial Under Armour. You are the sum of all your training. Well, in this particular case, the guy probably breezed over the book one time, thought, hey, I got this. I'm smart. I'm successful. I don't need to read this fucking book 10 to 15 times. I got this shit. And so he bullshits himself. He thinks he's better than he is. So he says, I called a few times over several weeks, one time each week. Again, when she's reaching out to you and you're trying to set dates and then she just get no response – it's completely counterproductive. Think about it. Like I've said many times in the past, I even did a video on this a, couple, you know, a year or so ago. Dating is like a game of tennis. You hit the ball over the net and you got to wait for her to hit it back. So he asked her to get together and then radio silence. So he waits a week and then he reaches out again. Hey, what are you doing? So it shows that he doesn't value and respect himself because a guy who has lots of options and lots of choices with women is going to be so busy – He's going to forget about the fact that he hasn't heard from this particular woman. But he didn't do that because he placed her on a pedestal and he was kissing her ass and he was over-pursuing even though he says in his, his email, oh, I wasn't over-pursuing. Yes, you were over-pursuing, dude. So he says he called one time each week, left a message, no responses. See, you're violating what the book teaches and you're violating what seven principles to get an ex back teaches. All during this time, she would like my post, total mindfuck. Well, again, if you'd have been reading the book 10 to 15 times, you'd have better understood what to do. But you read it once, you probably glazed over it, and you're trying to cherry pick information here and there, and your pursuit didn't stop. And what you see is that she was doing all the pursuing in the beginning to now she's completely ignoring him, and he's continuing to pursue even though he's getting ignored. Does that sound like a guy who values and respects himself? Can you see James Bond doing something like that? Of course not. After about a month of this total switch in communication and not seeing each other, I told her I do not like the new terms and I want to be in her life but it seems she doesn't reciprocate and therefore I'm out. So it's like he's basically saying, hey, I just want to call and tell you that I'm not going to call you anymore. That's a pretty weak fucking position. Again, more trying to force a response from her because she's non-responsive at this point. Because remember, this girl woman's beautiful. She can have any guy – that she wants pretty much and she wants a guy who acts like a man. 
And this guy was pretty – he had his shit together in the beginning but he basically turned into a needy, insecure jackass even though he perceives himself not to be that way. Here's where I need some guidance. She responded to my last message saying she hasn't heard much from me either. <laughs> She's basically saying, uh-uh. I called her on her bullshit and it ended. Did I do that right? You should have stopped for sooner a long time ago, dude. If you'd have read the book 10 to 15 times like I told you and just been every spare moment reading the book, you probably would have done a lot better. But instead, you didn't follow instructions. So I was like, I can't, I can't help you if you won't help yourself, man. I'm a week into walking away and have dates planned with other girls. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't upset but I must move on. What do I do when she contacts me again? Ask her out, and if she ignores you, if she gives you the, if you, you know, hey, great to hear from you. I'd love to see you when you're free to get together. And she goes, eh, or she just goes radio silent. Then don't bring it up anymore because you brought it up enough. I, in this particular case, I would ask one more time, and if she just ignores you or doesn't answer it, then you're never going to ask her out again. And also at this point, she's going to have to do 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing from now on. That's exactly that's right out of seven principles getting an expect. But again, you're not following it. I'm confused by the methodology. Again, that's why I say read the book ten to fifteen times. But if you don't want to listen, there's not a lot I can do for you. She never explicitly broke it off with me. Well, her actions pretty much show that she completely blew you off, but yet you continued running after her like a little puppy dog. But her actions were clear as day. Do I follow the come over with a bottle of wine? Been a long week move? You're only going to mention it one – if she's willing to make a date, yeah, she must come to you for at least the first three dates in a row. You're not going to her. You're not going to go pick her up and you're not going to meet her out for dinner. Or can I ask her out to dinner? No, you absolutely do not do that. See, what's going on this guy? He's trying to justify calling, pursuing, jumping through his butt, going to meet her, anything to spend time with her. Why? Because he doesn't value and respect himself and love himself. He's not acting like a guy who has anything to offer. He's acting like a guy who's desperate and never gets laid or never gets the kind of women that he wants. This is slightly different from the few 100 videos I've watched now. Come on, man. Seriously, you really fucking believe that? It's like, look how he's bullshitting himself. This is slightly different from the few 100 videos I've watched now and I'm just curious as to what's the play when she comes back, well, dude, it's in black and white. I even did a video, Seven Principles Get Next Back. It's spelled out step by step. And I even discuss a lot of those steps in the book. But again, you're cherry picking information and you're not following instructions. That's why you're not getting the results you want. Just some thoughts I know you may want to talk about. There's a million more details, but that's a spark notes. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, dude. Ask one more. If she reaches out to you, try to make the date. Just get, hey, great to hear from you. I'd love to see you when you're free to get together. And if she ignores you or she goes, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Then just say, great. Why don't you figure out your schedule and then you get in touch with me. I got to run. I'll talk to you later. And that's it. Period. And then when she reaches out after that, don't ask her to get together. Just say, hey, what's up? How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. Blah, blah. Can't really chat right now. It was really great hearing from you. I got to run. Keep in touch. That's the response that she'll get. One more time. 
But even if she starts reaching out and you start going out on dates, she has to do 100% of it. She has to earn another chance with you. She's already proven to you in the beginning that she'll do almost all the calling, texting, pursuing. But you're ignoring that because you're under the illusion of action. I need to do something. I need to do more. I need to chase her more. I need to call her more. But you really just completely enabled her behavior. You literally invited her to blow you off. Because this is how she treats all guys that do this. A beautiful woman like that, she gets bombarded by guys that act like you all the time. And you went from being interesting and mysterious to just another dude in her eyes. And that's why she treats you just like another dude. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen, and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.